Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hi. Hi. It's a beautiful Saturday. Arr. What? What? <laughs> it's a beautiful Saturday afternoon in Vancouver. Arr. 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 You just switched into dog dialect. I wish. Um, we're here with a first-time guest, uh, comedian Matheson McRae. Hi. 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 Is this yeah, the first time you've been on a podcast? Thank you for having me. Uh, I did record one podcast as a character before. Oh, oh really? Oh, fun. Yeah. Which one? Uh, it was for with Instant Theater. They did like a sort of ongoing thing of like super villains. Oh. Yeah. That's funny. Where you would improvise as a super villain, and it was like you were meeting at this great hall of super villains, and mm-hmm. yeah, it would run by Robert's rules of meetings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, what was your character? I don't remember what it was called and I didn't like it very much because it was improvised. Uh, it was something about like I had the power of marketing oh. <laughs> to, to persuade. Supermarketer. Someone yeah. I really like was I posted a thing about the Beyond Meat Burger not being healthy and here's why and like a breakdown oh. of the ingredients. And she said, I've fallen so many times for the sorcery of marketing and I'm like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> If you could see what we do, <laughs> you yeah. would not think that there's any magic happening. Mm, it's more of a... But I like the term sorcery of marketing. Yeah. It seems more like a, like a numbers thing. Like it's just persistence. Of oh, you marketing. would be good at marketing just... if you think that. <laughs> I just think everything's evil. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no way to uh, be ethical or healthy, truly. Well, the argument was like the ingredients in... Firstly, the person I looked at her blog and she's a, she's like an avid meat eater, calorie counter and intermittent fasting person. Hmm. So the concept of buying a <laughs> vegan product and the health behind that would be lost on somebody like that. Like, oh, you didn't kill a cow this time. Isn't important to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, I think it's really cool. Yeah, and it didn't cost 2000 gallons of water to make. Yeah, but there's yeah. people fighting that that sort of marketing and saying it does take a lot of water, but it's not true. It's still more sustainable to have a plant-based product. Yeah, and they use piss instead of water. I use piss instead of water. Yeah. That's why my skin looks so good at 43. You're glowing. I know, it's Yellow. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like... Have you watched Chernobyl yet? No, I really want to. Have you seen it? We should watch it as a family. (laughs) We're a family now? (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Um, Are you my dad? uh, Sure. Are you older than me? If you want me to be the dad, yeah. Please be our daddy. Can I be a younger brother too? Sure. You can be whatever you feel like. We don't have to put labels on this except for a family. We're definitely the three of us. We just met, but we're definitely a family. We're going to watch sad TV. Yeah. If you're good at Uh, improvising, you can pretend to be my dad. Um, I've been fascinated, but Chernobyl... What year did Chernobyl happen? The 80s? I feel yeah. like I was a kid, so it was really impacted my psyche. Mm-hmm. And we used to get Time Magazine. So like Reaganomics, Chernobyl, uh, Gorbachev, like all of these. Max Headroom. Yeah. Oh my mm. gosh, I had a Max Headroom t-shirt. <laughs> I, I felt what? so cool. <laughs> I have a Max Headroom I a, sweatshirt. I had a Max Headroom skateboard. Cool. Yeah. Was it a hoverboard? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, I mean, underused. It had big, like rubbery yellow wheels and I that wasn't so cool. that good at riding it, but it was. Skateboarding oh, looks kind of tough. Uh, Very hard. Yeah. I've only done it when drunk. 
I terrible ideas. I was good at it, and then I sort of like my body changed when I b- became a woman, and Go I was on. like, well, my center of gravity is completely different now, and this is terrifying. Yeah, I think it's really hard for exceptionally tall people as well because you feel like you're gonna topple over. Yeah, if anything, the board should be like bigger. Yeah, so that I can stand totally. Yeah. I think my center of gravity was way too high, and yeah. I fell over a few times. Yeah, Jay, and the consequences. Jay were way doesn't too high. like. Skateboarding. If he, for the listeners, Matheson is very tall, taller than Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, taller than Jay. Jay. <laughs> That's what I say. He's our tallest guest today. I, <laughs> I guess Jay. he would be our tallest guest today. Yeah, mm. I think Sunny Dollywall is our tallest guest before. Oh, oh my gosh, Sunny. Yeah. yeah, he's quite. I've met tall. him. I can't remember. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> give it to him. I'll did give you it to him. Uh, best him in your height yeah. competition? <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, Jay, when he will attempt to get on a skateboard, he sits down on it and then just slowly pushes himself with his hands. And yeah. I'm like, cool. That's but it's a good, a good point with skateboards. Well, there's longboards, but unlike any Those other thing, cool. like, no, but they would make more sense yeah. for you. But when you buy a pair of skis, or you buy a bicycle. It's based on height. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Not Size. skateboards. Yeah. True. One day they'll make like a six foot long skateboard for you. <laughs> yeah. You just lay on it. It's I think a gurney. It needs, it needs to be inside like a big Zorb too. Like, so that what is the it, Zorb? Uh, it's one of those big inflatable balls, right? Yeah. That I've never run around inside. I didn't know yeah. the name, but as soon as you yeah. said it, I was like, I think that's what that is. What's it's that? a combination that's of an what it orb and like. a zone. Yeah, it's, it's a, zorb. a zone of an orb. I like that it. That would be a really good tattoo, actually. I'm going to name my first child Zorb. The tattoo would be the words. I have this weird it's a fantasy on the way over here that what if you were an alien? You know how the Coneheads, the Coneheads from Saturday Night Live, they're like just visitors and France. everyone knows that they're from right. France, yeah. but they name their children after like uh, Max Headroom? Yeah, basically. But I've it's never like imagine the they named, this is the fantasy I had as I passed by Max's delicatessen, that uh. they didn't know. So it's an alien and they name their children. Uh, earth names so they in my sketch the alien's like we'll name her tampon <laughs> hold on wait for it it's beautiful but the alien looks kind of more like a human and then when he gives his daughter the name you look over it and it's like this gelatinous tampon shaped shape with like a like kind of a red top <laughs> That's what I was thinking about on my bike right here. This is a sketch. Okay, you just pan over, and the alien does look quite a bit like a tampon. I haven't really slept a lot. I don't know if this one has legs. What happens next? It doesn't. It just has a string. That's it. Gross. Madison, uh, this is retail nightmares, you, and we could just keep talking about tampons and how tall yeah, you are. But please, I, I have a lot to learn. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, they're great. Yeah, then yeah. Mm. big ups to tampon. Tampon doesn't tampon just mean sponge? Does it in French? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Wow. And also, I always think mm. of. Does that uh, lead to confusion though? Like in the kitchen, like. Like there's a kitchen tampon and a oh like I reuse like something different probably like I reuse okay. my condoms I reuse my tampons they're great for scouring afterwards yeah. <laughs> like they they work really well on uh, cast iron skillets that's totally which, does anybody like want to reseason my cast iron skillets for me my I just don't know what I'm doing it sounds like a used condom might be the right thing yeah. for that yeah it's not in my neighborhood I've moved up in the world get that patina <laughs> <laughs> just right yeah. <laughs> There is a cookbook that my friend, former guest, uh, I think it was former guest Mike Macri, sent me a link to, and it's like cooking with semen. It's an actual, yeah. How much semen do you need to cook something? 
Like maybe just semen around, like just semen <laughs> yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah, semen jizzing in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, me and semen making dinner. <laughs> I no, just got like... a message from my dad saying that he's up to episode two hundred and four, so he's oh. in for quite a treat with this one. <laughs> hey, Mike. <laughs> maybe hey, there's a movie like uh, My Dinner with Andre. Like my dinner my, with jizz. My dinner with semen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with with jizz. For the it's a, a oh, new take a... for the new millennium. It's called like Nature's Bounty or something. Oh, yeah, I think that this came up on that podcast. I've definitely, yeah, I've definitely pulled up the image before. It's got like butternut squash uh, butternut. soup. That's an interesting kind of strange fetish. It's like really not something practical. But or is it a wasted resource? Good. Like, I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Mm-mm>. Nope. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Natural Harvest, a collection of semen-based recipes. I feel like that book would go side by side with that weird sex book where the lady has sex with a grizzly bear. Oh, yeah. What's that one called? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Cooking with bear jizz. The author of this (laughs) book. probably a lot more in a bear. The author of this book is Paul. (laughs) Of course it's Paul. (laughs) Paul. And then he's got like a little nickname. Foti. Fotenhauer. Paul Foti Fotenhauer. Oh, he it's kind of like himself. Dune. Are they, but not. <laughs> like oh, Paul like Mwadib. Oh, Paul Mwadib. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I would maybe buy that book if it was written by the Kwisatz Haderach himself. Mm, yeah, I kind Herbert. of assume that that would be written by a woman. And really? I feel, I feel yeah. weird. Talking with jizz? Yeah. yeah. So like, we got to do something with all of this jizz like, this guy's making. Is there like an old, like, I'm imagining a farmer's market where you go and there's like different <laughs> jizzes you can. <laughs> different yeah, jizzes. Like wildflower jizz. Yes. Yeah. Cucumber jizz. <laughs> Lavender jizz. Well, if anyone Asparagus is still jizz. listening. Yeah. I, I was uh, operating under a false uh, assumption. I not know where you're going with that. <laughs> Until just recently, I got curious about the nutritional facts of jizz. I, a lot of people think it's like an egg white uh, really? yeah. and full of protein, protein, but it's it's it is pretty watery. I, th- I think. Thanks. I didn't want to look too. Now long. I feel like barfing after the big dog diarrhea conversation. I made made it through. Now I feel ill. Yeah. Well, uh, for the I don't listener. think anyone thinks it's healthy. <laughs> for the listener, we no. were talking like about a source of. I think that's just a thing that guys are like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. need some more protein. I feel weird that like yeah. men grow up in this whole weird way. Mm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. I just feel weird that men grow up. Say more about that. What do you? What do you mean? Yeah, we don't. About, uh, it with my friend Chris, and I said that I get like because I'm always like observing people. I often I'm often observing a man observing a woman, uh-huh. and then he, the woman is not aware, and then I make contact with the guy that's just looking has just been like ogling this teenage uh-huh. girl or whatever it is and you're in an alley in a trench coat <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, i am jagging yeah. it oh. <laughs> oh, and he's like i mean i am sweating yeah. <laughs> and you're like i see what you're doing you creep do you see what i'm doing <laughs> rubbing one out ah, so that's what i mean it's weird I, I mean, it's just weird that like you like men grow up in this way that they just get to like it's like called, if I want to look at a man that I find attractive, like it is gaze. so subtle, and then the male yeah. gaze is just so like, <laughs> <laughs> and not all because I know lots of men that can look at people that they're attracted to and not you wouldn't notice, but you got to get those. Uh-huh. Not most of the guys at the Thai restaurant when this conversation came up oh. with my friend Chris. You got to get the mirrored sunglasses that you can see the reflections of things behind you as you're uh-huh. walking, and you just sort of like do the side that- eye. But then, it's, isn't it weird when you're like standing with your back to things and yeah. it's obvious that you're. 
(laughs) staring at this near mirror. It's quite tasteful. It's a good (laughs) position for jacking it. Oh, yeah. Jacking and jerking. Um, I I feel like I'm in the position of often catching myself, like just staring at things. But I think I cast my gaze evenly across just the world. And I'm like, oh, hey, piano, like, whoa. And then, (laughs) like, dudes, like, I, I. I'm like, oh, there's a guy. <laughs> Interesting. But I do <laughs> catch myself just sort of my head will turn and follow ladies, uh, women. What is it? You just uh, take your whole over folk. there. I, <laughs> the fairy I, folks. I, I brought a shovel. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I look, hope to undo The conversation that we thing. had, though, was that it's subconscious. Yeah. Like, that it's very subconscious. And like, I would think because it takes effort for me, like, I wouldn't know if I was attracted to somebody or I was looking at somebody in that way, I would be very, yeah. very subtle about it. And mm. it would, there would be thought in it, not just like, oh, wow, hubba ding. Mm, <laughs> you do say hubba ding a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're the only person I know who says hubba ding. I stole it from Graham Clark. <laughs> um, mm. I catch myself all the time just staring at people's butts and I like mm-hmm. don't even have a thing for butts. And it's like men and women and I'll, I'll just be like looking at butts. But I think it's because I'm like shorter than most people. And that's sort of just like the natural uh, spot where my yeah. eyes go if they're like walking in front of me. And then I'm like, why am I staring at this butt? <laughs> like, I'm always looking at the tops of heads. Yeah. I'm just like, Whoa, yeah, check people, that out. <laughs> people are probably always staring straight up your nose. Yeah. So tall. Yeah, they yeah. do. It's freely available. <laughs> uh, what do you stare at? <laughs> I had what? a situation yeah. in LA and uh, a coworker brought it up again. Oh yeah, you stared at the ladies' <laughs> boobs. the most amazing boobs I've ever seen. And uh, they were not real. And I was like, they're just amazing. They were imaginary. And then she saw me doing it and she's just like, what's wrong with this person? But I was like, these are, thank you for showing me these amazing works of, of medicine but and beauty. But you still mm. think of breastfeeding fondly. <laughs> I loved breastfeeding. I really did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was really like pushed off the teat at two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. You remember? But I credit it for like, I don't know. I have really strong bones. Yeah. Yeah. I've had like a bone density test and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, you're as, I think she said, like, you have the bone density of a man in his 20s. And I was like, like, bring it. Your bones are 10 times harder than diamonds. Wow. (laughs) That's why. Like Wolverine or something. Oh, man. Yeah, um, adamantium. Yeah, so you just end up looking at. I look at people all the time. Yeah, I feel like people are fascinating. And they I, are, and that's why I, I keep seeing this thing where I'm like, yeah. okay, like settle it down, guys. Yeah. Try to be more conscious of this. Yeah, especially when yeah. the women are young, really mm, freaks me out. Mm, oh yeah, very gross. Very gross. <laughs> yeah, it was creepy. As a as a person who wore you a, a you wore a kilt, I right? wore a school uniform for all of high school and one year of elementary school, and it was like, oh, I'm a sex object now. Like, wh- yeah. whoops, I don't think I, that and I'm forced I to wear that anymore. Uh, no, I still wear it. Sorry, like, Brittany Spears reference. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, Brittany. I hope Thank- Brittany's okay. Yeah, she mm. was in some trouble recently. She She's apparently had a really hard life. May never perform ever again. Really? She well, said that. Or? That's apparently what her manager said. Is she's like not interested in performing anymore. That seems like an idle threat of every artist. True. May never perform. Well, again. she's been performing as long as anybody who started in their twenties. She's done enough. Yeah, and she's had some really serious mental health stuff. And she just did that huge Las Vegas thing. Yeah. Uh. I feel like enough. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. She's like lived with bipolar. Since she was like in her early 20s. Really? And mm. before that, that's what she was diagnosed with after she shaved her head. Oh. She's really suffered. I thought and she was just punk. 
No, super depressed. I want to watch that movie Crossroads. <sighs> okay. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Let's watch it as a family. Yeah. <laughs> Three yeah. of us. I would love yeah. that. A family cool. union. Un- union. Uh, <laughs> 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 a family unit. Unit. Um, okay, before I said eunuch, I was going to mention, is Jay in this family or is it just the three of us? <laughs> it's just well, the three of us plus yeah. Jay. Oh, I mean, okay. you can start dating him and then he can <laughs> date his way into Guys, the family. Guys, I'm thinking of starting to date Jay. <laughs> I know we've been married for two years, but what if we just started dating again? You know? Like, it might freshen things It's usually up. a warning sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start dating my That's the same as like when people are like, we're just going to live separately. Although I've had friends recently go Mm. through that and uh, they're doing great. I think you can do that if you're like rich enough to afford two households. Yeah, they're not. But there just was like a decision that like, hey, like we, this is not working out as well as it should be. And, and then I was like thinking, oh, this is not going to work out. And they're doing great in separate houses. So I don't know. Separate houses. Don't know anything about relationships. Mm. Well, yeah me like, neither are very single in <laughs> in this family like we have three separate houses yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's the perfect family yeah yeah my house has coconut bliss in the freezer oh. at all times i've got yeah. halo top I've i can't have that old the like, uh, pint of uh, non-dairy jerry garcia oh cherry garcia cherry dairy garcia, garcia. <laughs> dairy garcia. <laughs> he just farts a lot yeah. he does a little mm. fart solo yeah. <laughs> Um, that would be really funny. Old, this is very strong. That sounds good. The Why am I such a lightweight? I think it's 5%. God, I'm so light. What does it say on the side? Okay, Alicia, for the listener, Alicia is drinking mm. a knockoff of Nude and Neutral, which are the, really good. are the vodka sodas that have taken Vancouver by storm. And this one's called Pure, and it stands for... Uh, p- piss your <laughs> unique reality. Yes. I was gonna say unitard, <laughs> rasshole. <laughs> rasshole. <laughs> so piss your unitard, rasshole. <laughs> I have a yoga tard, and I will never throw it away. Really? I found it when I worked at Half Moon Yoga. It was a sample scent, and it's for doing Iyengar yoga, where the mm-hmm. instructor really wants to see your alignment, your butthole. So it's um, bicycle shorts top and then the back is cut out like a peephole so they can see the alignment of your spine universally unflattering i was gonna say but that looks really cute how much of the back like each spine no like kind of like the lower back actual keyhole shape lower back is cut out we wore it for there was a bunch of samples so we have like pictures from that time where we just wore it for halloween and people came in and we did yoga poses. That mm. sounds great. One piece, like top, bottom. One piece, but it's cut off and you, shorts. And you get in through the hole in the back? No, <laughs> you get in through the hole in the neck, but 100% could make a mistake uh, and get in through the back. I've never owned a one piece garment. Really? But, uh, I think now's the time. Yeah. yeah. There's men, like a whole men's romper uh, line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very nice website. It's for very o- ogling. Very yeah. cozy. Like I prefer the moo moo as you I can see. I was a big fan That's of a, uh, I'm big fan of dresses I, and overalls. I've wanted to wear a dress for so long. Really? Do it. Yeah. This would probably fit I, on you. Just get a big yeah. moo moo because there's no waistband. There's like nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Actually, you've got broad shoulders. That might not work for this, but mm. this is the time. Yeah, dresses are the yeah. best clothing. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a shame that more men didn't feel comfortable wearing them. There's a guy at the bakery that always wears dresses and blue lipstick. I really like him. He's very nice. Sounds. Dresses and blue lipstick. Like but it makes me really happy when I see him because I'm like, you just get to be yourself, and which is still probably very scary in our world. But yeah, he uh, is lovely, and lipstick really brings out his eyes. Nice. I got Jay yeah. to try on um, the dress that I got married to him in because it was super way too long for me, and, and yeah. I thought, oh, this would probably 
be the perfect length for you. Uh-huh. And he tried it on and I was like, well, this dress was made for you and you look way better in it than I will ever you look. You ruined my wedding day. <laughs> Fuck you. And so I called off the wedding. And but now you're dating again. Yeah. So we're back to dating. <laughs> and like, I think it's going pretty well. <laughs> Like, think we're, we're happy for yeah. you. I mean. Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Bristle. This, this is my new thing: is how fast can I get to a point where I can call someone who was a stranger half an hour ago, Daddy? Uh-huh. <laughs> you did it pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, Daddy is one of those words okay. that makes me feel a bunch of different feelings at once. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> what? I don't think it makes me feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because I have a healthy relationship with my dad, number one. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always like, nah. And number two, yeah. it makes me think, oh, does this person buy me stuff? Then I'm back in. <laughs> back in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fine with calling someone daddy. Yeah, what is, what is okay, let's do a retail nightmare because I have a feeling that sure. we could do this for three to seven hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, daddy. I am yeah. the daddy. <laughs> I do love shoveling. <laughs> shoveling yeah like you I love, both like, talked about shovels <laughs> like, what's going on yeah i like shoveling snow and stuff yeah we don't get a lot of hey, it if i got a job for you really <laughs> my <you> job daddy? <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i could do it but i like that like twice a year when you have to shovel snow yeah that's job? just a quebecer yeah hey, what uh, is your job i work in construction right now oh, oh wow i'm an apprentice carpenter oh oh cool. interesting yeah i was gonna say it probably is not a good place to be if you're a real soy boy with feelings a real yeah uh pretty progressive group of dudes but that's still great. very much dudes and yeah. uh yeah it's a cool place to be your own uh, snowflake that's nice okay <laughs> yeah do you do it in the city or like yeah, we build single family residences and cool. so I'm working near Maine and twenty eighth right now, which oh, is wow. awesome. Um, yeah, there's lots of good places around there. Yeah. It's how is your body feeling? <laughs> Uh, I was very worried. I've been doing it for a year, but daddy is okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was very worried at the beginning that I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to slowly deteriorate. Like, yeah. I don't, how do you do this every day? But if you like sort of go slow and steady and keep at it, like you, it's actually like you get stronger and yeah, used to oh, it. And I'm like, wow. This that's is, what happened to Jesus. This is awesome. Yeah. That's why he was able to that's, stay up on that thank cross. Thank you. I wanted to get time. to that. <laughs> yeah. He's still on that cross. <laughs> yeah. That, man, that guy's got stamina. <laughs> he's got abs for days. Yeah. He really did. Um, When I started dating Jay, he uh, was a carpenter. Uh, he was like a finishing carpenter. Nice. And he did that for 12 years and the first oh. time I saw him without a shirt on I was like good god like I was terrified <laughs> there's so many muscles <laughs> and I just you don't expect it and it's like this is what you get for like lifting doors like all day long and that's yeah. what the human body was meant to do not sit like in a u-shape in a desk <laughs> yeah. writing copy yeah. about yeah the like sad question mark uh, shape <laughs> yeah. yeah sitting in a desk has been like the decline of all of, of us, human I think. civilization. Yeah. I just really miss like having something to do all day long, except yeah. for type. Yeah, yeah. even I, standing in a store it was healthier than sitting in a desk. Yeah. I just like organizing things, like moving around, making things yeah. look good. That's apparent by how many things this place feels curated in a Thank lovely you. way. Thank you. That's uh, don't look too closely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been recently going to a chiropractor for the first time and then he's been looking up 
how I work at my desk. And he was like, you know, you got to move your monitor closer and make sure your arms are at this angle. And this is the height that your screen should be at. And so basically what he has made it like my desk is maybe like two and a half feet deep. The monitor is now like six inches from the edge of it. And I'm like, where, what do, why do I have this four foot long desk? It's so strange. And like there, you keep papers behind your monitor now. I mean, I don't know what to put back there because it's just empty space. That's really great advice though. Like I think that's how that happened to my shoulder was in part because the way our desks were set up is like my computer was in a corner mm. and so i would have to reach like this yeah to type all the time and it's like fine for a day but yeah but day. i did it for like a year and a half with uh, a poodle sleeping on me what <laughs> that might have been a problem yeah, yeah. he would always sleep on the shoulder too but yeah that's in the, definitely what? like he was around you like a garment like a or? boa he would sleep <laughs> with his head here and his like butt here ah uh, yeah. for the listener uh the, yeah. Alicia is pointing to both of her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a Madonna and child. Pose. Yeah. It was quite uh, classically beautiful. Probably one of the only people who have a, has a frozen shoulder because they were holding a dog mm. all the time. I'd yeah. say almost worth it. It was 100% worth it. Yeah. Yeah. That dog is healthy now. Probably good. good feelings of care that you got from the dog. and from Sometimes he still asks to be held and I'm like, it's like, it's like he's a kid. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Stay down. <laughs> he's you, like, breastfeed? <laughs> you can parent yourself. Yeah. Puppies feeding is like the cutest thing in the world though. Yeah. I would watch videos of that. How's that uh, hope puppy that you're, that you're keeping She's doing on? really well. So there's this little, and Sheila, past guest, uh, discovered a miniature poodle and Swedish farm dog breeder in Norway. Mm-hmm. And we follow her on Instagram. Totally normal. And mm-hmm. she doesn't look like it's kind of like breeder type situations. Like she has a bunch of property and the dogs run wild and it seems really nice. And in a recent litter of black miniature poodles, there was a runt, but it's such a runt. She's only a pound. And oh. the other poodles at this age are like four or five pounds. Uh-huh. And she was hand fed and survived and she always looked like kind of like wacky and it she turns out, like an alien yeah anyway something about her survival uh, really touched me and i became super attached to the story of this little dog hope and the owner doesn't speak english but she i think google translates everything mm. um and the dog has a cleft palate oh. and you know breeders that are like a lot of breeders would probably have the dog put down and but she's keeping the dog for as long as she can until it, you know, it looks like the dog's going to survive. And just yeah. every day uh-huh. I feel so much hope because of this little dog and how much love this woman puts into it. So hope is doing great. She's going to have surgery for her cleft palate soon. As soon as she gets to two pounds. Oh, she's not even to two pounds. Yet. <laughs> no. Oh, uh. And she's so happy. And it's always like pictures of her playing with the other dogs and her spine's kind of a funny shape and her hair is kind of wild. And like her brothers and sisters are like these purebred magnificent, like, miniature poodles and I think it just kind of touched me like going through what I went through with my dog and seeing like another person take that much care for mm-hmm. you know she's the underdog literally mm-hmm. and that's my favorite yeah. gonna cry love that dog you should uh, yeah. watch uh, Rocky Balboa it's all about the underdog <laughs> Mm. I have so many movies to catch True, up I, on. I was thinking Rocky the whole time. You were <laughs> <laughs> just like, you finally This is a total Stallone joint. We have been talking for a half an hour okay. about how, mm. <laughs> how much your dad. <laughs> we want to <laughs> drink dog diarrhea with Sylvester no, Stallone. No, oh, I don't like that. dog diarrhea. <laughs> Only Jay likes dog diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's the worst. And we never wanted you to marry that man. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, Dog diarrhea in this house. We played the Rocky theme song right after we got married. So that's a fun. Really? And then you had treats of pizza? Yeah, it was the disco remix. Like run a set of stairs or something? Oh, I have run up those stairs at the Philadelphia Art Museum. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of stairs. Very fun. And they have the sculpture from Rocky Two, I think it is, of him like holding his gloves over his head. But it's like not... Uh, it's just sort of like off to the side because they're like, this is not actually high art that should be associated <laughs> with an art museum. But uh, it's probably why everyone goes, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's it's like 50 50. <laughs> there's all these like uh, CrossFit trainers who like make their clients oh, run no up way. and down the stairs. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. CrossFit on the steps. Oh, that'd be too much movie. <laughs> it's a lot of movie. And I bought a bootleg uh, Rocky t-shirt from some guys who were selling them just around the corner and then they got in trouble afterwards and I had to like run away. Oh, I do that every day. I know. What? It's great. Yeah. It was a terrible quality shirt. Like all the, <laughs> the ink is like peeling off, uh, but I love it. When did you go there? I went there probably like five years ago or so. Okay. And your dad was a huge Sylvester Stallone fan, and he looked a lot like Sylvester Stallone. He was not a fan whatsoever. No? No, no, he just looked like him? No, he looked like him, and people would come up to him at work and, like, ask him for his autograph, and he was like, fuck. (laughs) I thought that he liked him. What kind of work was he doing? He uh, worked at a grocery store. Oh, really? And they were like, oh, Sylvester Stallone's just one of us. (laughs) Well, Sylvester Stallone, in the 90s, he took that role in Copland, where he, like, gained a bunch of weight Uh, and was, like, trying to do, like, trying to be well-regarded as yeah. like a an actual actor and not just like a blockbuster guy and so i think people Huge were mistake. like could be this guy with a mustache and gray hair at a <laughs> grocery store um yeah. no my dad my parents neither of them like sylvester sloan movies so i had i didn't see any of them until i was like 18 and i started renting them on my own and i was like this this is actually a really good movie like rocky is really good it won the academy award that do year. you like cobra yeah it's the best oh. It keeps coming up at quiz show when I'm on because I'm on so irregularly that Graham doesn't realize he's played the clip for me like twice at least when I'm on stage. But because it's left so little impression on me, I can Mm -hmm. never guess the ending. Uh, That's the one where he has stubble and aviators. Yeah. Like a ton of stubble. Cobra. Yeah. He looks very good. Cobra is the one where he kind of almost looks most like my dad. And the car that he Mm. has in Cobra was the same as the first car that my dad ever had. But my favorite thing that happens. No, it's like a weird. It's Magnum (laughs) P.I. It's like a a weird hot rod old car from the like 50s or something. But my favorite scene is he takes pizza out of the freezer and cuts it with a pair of scissors and eats it because he's Mm. supposed to just be like, hey, I'm a quirky guy. Like he was trying to be like, "Okay, here's here's the, you know, me drinking a glass of eggs for this new character. And then does he like stab like a jug of milk and drink it out of the side? Oh, my God, he should. He just (laughs) doesn't use utensils. I'm so excited for Last Blood. Have you seen the trailer? It'll be the final Rambo Rambo? movie. Yeah, because the first one is First Blood. And no, this one's called. Is he in it? Oh, yeah. I remember seeing Rambo like when it came out. Is he in Rambo? Was that the question? No. I remember Rambo was too violent for me when I was a kid. Like yeah. whenever it, we were able to rent it on VHS, uh, uh-huh. I can remember just like leaving my brother to watch it. I was like, no, yeah. that's not fun. 
The first yeah. one, like, there's crazy. not one unicorn in this. No. True. There's no one from Saturday Night a lot Live. Of swamp, I think, and jungle. Like, I'm really fatigued, like, bazookas. as a kid grow- growing up in the 80s, the Vietnam War stories. Mm. Every other dramatic movie was all about Vietnam. CCR like, songs. Yeah. It was all CCR yeah. songs. And <laughs> Jimi Hendrix and The Doors. The Doors. And, and it didn't hit me at all until, like, like, maybe watching, like, the Ken Burns Vietnam and stuff more recently, like, how crazy and like geopolitical and yeah. big it was for American culture and the world. And American uh, stepping into acid. that war was like pretty shitty. It was just like a backstory origin story for violent men in the eighties. <laughs> like it was always like, eh, yeah. that's where they started. Oh, he was in Nam. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why did I think about that as watching something? I watched season three of true detective just as a, mm. a public uh, warning. Don't bother. What? Really? No, the actors are great. The yeah. acting is great. Same with Mahersh. season two. The actors uh-huh. are great. Uh-huh. Um, the lead in it, I don't know what other things he's been in, but he's great. The Dorf? Pardon me? Is Stephen Dorf? No, Stephen Dorf <laughs> is like, he is a lead in it, but there's a black actor that's Mahershala just Ali. exquisite. Yeah. And uh, he was in Moonlight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. He's like the one that's holding him in the poster. Anyways, he's like the cool guy. He's named great. Juan. The actors are great. Amazing. Well, his yeah. wife, I'm not sure about, but anyways. Right. But I'll commit to these shows, and yeah. a lot of the main characters have survived Vietnam. Right. So I started thinking about that kind of art. Yeah. Tom Cruise playing <laughs> Vietnam Tom- War vet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Etc. Like, I that watched, was my childhood. I watched a Tom Cruise movie this week. Was it great? Uh, it was The Mummy. I watched The what? Mummy. He's, oh, he's in he's that. He's in that. The new yeah. one that came oh. out, like, uh, a year or two ago. There's another one? <laughs> yeah. I like it because he's, like... You're not supposed to like him in it. He's just, he plays a character like oh, an like Edge in of Tropic Tomorrow. Thunder. Uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> no, he's really hot in that. <laughs> he is kind of hot in that. He has a bubble butt. As, and a bald head. But yeah. it's, uh, the mummy was thoroughly entertaining and terrible. Like it was stupid. And he's, it's like the Marvel dark universe. Oh. But then it didn't do well. So then they just really? didn't make any more dark universe and i was i kept being like is this the whole point of this is that like you're not supposed to like anyone in this like no one's Uh a hero everyone's just awful because he's like a i don't know he's some like military contractor or something who just like pillages artifacts from middle eastern countries and you're like yeah that's present day that oh yeah it's like that's not a that's not a hero of a movie like am i supposed to like this person i don't understand yeah. Uh, I liked The Mummy, though. She was pretty cool. Mm. I'm a fan of Tom Cruise movies. They're yeah. usually like guilty pleasures. Yeah, He's an excellent just... movie star. Not an excellent human being, but an excellent movie star. Excellent movie star. Yeah. He's... So comfortable to watch. He's <laughs> so comfortable. <laughs> I feel comfortable. It's like an old pair of sweatpants. Okay. <laughs> well, now we are 40 minutes Let's into this. Let's do a retail nightmare. You ready? Let's. For your um... second podcast ever. <laughs> Um, Madison, what's your retail nightmare? So I've worked like 10 years of like service jobs, but uh, I only worked like one, one year where I was specifically doing retail and I don't have a great episodic memory. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 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 uh, (laughs) But but what comes up for me when I think back to that time, so we could talk about the four times I've been fired from jobs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the four hours I worked at DoorDash. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> They're all great. Uh, Why don't you just yeah. pick two that you like okay. and then come back? Okay. 
like for another episode yeah like, right. again? not just like Tomorrow. later today <laughs> <laughs> later today yeah yeah head home i'm um, interested about this doordash situation yeah that's contemporary okay um, <laughs> we were talking before the podcast about how guilty i felt the one day like when it's smoking hot outside and i ordered a fancy paleo burger from a mm. shop down in chinatown and it was 45 minutes late and the man delivering it was 10 years older than I was. He looked great. He was dressed in cool clothes. I'm sure he was fine, but he had to ride all the way uphill yeah. on a fixed speed bike. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. With no helmet. And I was like, I don't think this person's getting paid enough. Yeah, that's dangerous. And then you said, <laughs> oh, I worked for DoorDash for four hours? Yeah. All right. Yeah, four cumulative hours, two shifts. Okay. Uh, I was like exploring it as like a side hustle, a way to make some money. And uh, and I'm a cyclist. Like I bike, I bike everywhere to get around and like doing it. But I found it just like very strange and stressful. And uh, and you just had to like, you had to hustle. Like the app would offer you things and you had to accept them in a certain amount of time. And you got like bonuses if your acceptance rate was above a certain amount, Whoa. Um, like above 85 or 90%. But things would like come up and you would miss them because it's like I'm biking somewhere. I can't like yeah. constantly also be responding. So I, I mean, maybe people mount them on their handlebars, but then it's like you're not supposed to be doing that. No. <laughs> um, and what if it starts raining? Yeah, you're just wet. Like I one day like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, daddy. <laughs> smart ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, like I like I tried to work the lunch rush downtown one day and it's like two orders downtown and then I got one to like this school kid out like on the far west side. Like a he just kid? ordered lunch to school and it was like out in Point Grey. It oh. was like a yeah. Um I so I bet it was at my old high school. <laughs> that sounds like totally yeah. the type of uh that's a lot of money for lunch. Lord Lord Fancy Pants or something. I don't know. Lord was it at Lord Bang? It wasn't that one because I know I've I coached the AKA improv kids there one Riverdale. Guy. Riverdale. That's where they shoot the exteriors for they Riverdale. They shoot have shot so many things at Lord Bing. That's, mm. Is that where Dave went? Dave Shonka? No, he went to Kitts. Okay. Uh, Kitts is a school. There's just a Kitts. School. Yeah, like Kitsilano High School. Yeah. It's uh, really close to like Broadway and Arbutus. So you delivered uh, lunch to a child. I delivered lunch to a child, which uh, I I mean. You know, no judgment on uh, people or the world, but I, it was a real undignifying moment. Uh, and, <laughs> um, then I rode home. I, it was wet. Like I was just soaking wet and I just like rode back to downtown. I was like, cool. I made $6. Oh uh, my gosh. Um, which like, if you can do a bunch downtown, like you can make like 20 plus dollars an hour, but you really, I feel like it's a pretty stressful and like, un, there's a lot of uncertainty yeah. And then like you have no cycling in downtown own. traffic. So it yeah. doesn't have anything to do with like the time you you spend or the kilometers you it's travel. Like a fixed fee per delivery, oh, okay. but then the tip they can tip. Right. Although I've heard like they were taking some of the tips and then but from my experience you got the tip if there was one. But yeah, like And when you accept I mean, a, a job, do you know if you've been tipped? I don't think right away, but oh like you do know immediately by the time it's done when you'd sign out. Cause I, yeah. I think they wouldn't want you to be like, Oh, this person was nice. And this one wasn't, uh, mm -hmm. I so feel like that should be it. something you should be able to decide on because <laughs> imagine yeah. like doing all of that and not for no tip. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But like you're encouraged just to hustle. Cause even if they didn't tip now, you got to get this one done just so you could go get another one. Yeah. So I don't know. It's weird. It's like taking over the world. Like, yeah. The, 
I've and used it a bunch recently. And there are good things about it. And it yeah, just, there's it like really like, like I can get takeout for the first time in 15 years, basically, that isn't gluten-free yeah. pizza. Yeah, because very, yeah. And Which is lovely. Totally. And I, I think it's getting better for the for the workers. Yeah. But it's like, I think all of they these have things. a statement about it on the app after the guy dropped off the stuff. Yeah. I was like, I got to make sure that this is ethical. Yeah. And I've definitely to... made sure that I've upped my tip as well. Want them to all be unionized. Yeah. yeah. And they're like disconnected. Like you don't, you're not allowed to talk to your, you don't even meet anyone else who does it. Because they don't want you to unionize. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm, here comes a class war. <laughs> class so war. how did you leave that job? Dog how did I leave it? Uh, by not signing into that app again. I, okay. I didn't actually get fired. I don't know how that would be, but still boy, can I get you? fired from a job. Your phone fires you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell us about getting fired. Yeah, where did you get fired from? Uh, most recently, uh, Shopify. Shopify. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So is that doing like customer service? Yeah, like it was gonna be doing customer service from home mm -hmm. which is another like cool modern gig uh, where you can just be on your computer and working like 40 hours a week doing like service stuff uh, like and i started i got hired i started training and like on day before the first day of training i found out i booked like a a commercial like a, a acting in a commercial and those things are always very last minute. And it was like, oh, there's a costume fitting on on Monday, my first day of work. And I'm like, well, great, this is great, this is cool. It's good money, I wanna do it, but like, I'm starting this job. I'm sure they'll be cool and let me go do this for two hours. And so I like emailed them, which I hadn't contacted a specific person the whole time. So like, I didn't have a contact. Like, it was like I'd been interviewed by customer support and mm. then like, uh, you know, Raj, uh, like interviewed me and then Stacy interviewed me, but it was like nobody, uh, those are not real names I've protected. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of you. The real people. Um, but I didn't have any, like a normal job, you would get hired by a person and so you could like reach out to them but i didn't have anyone to contact so i like sent an email to like customer service or like new employees <laughs> at, Info <laughs> shopify. at shopify yeah and i was like i have this thing on monday it's just a one you know one time thing and then the next like i'll, I'll be able to schedule like the day off like uh, during training i hope this can work and like didn't hear back and then you go to this like massive online training thing that's like 40 people in a room and one like shared video conference <laughs> And I told the guy there, like, hey, I'm going to step out for a couple hours. And he's like, oh, that sounds okay. Like, did you clear it with so-and-so? And I'm like, I don't know who that is. And anyway, I, I, I left and I went to the thing and I came back and I just like sat there sheepishly at my computer at home, like in this training session and went through the rest of day one. And then like the morning of day two, someone like emailed me, like, can we talk online at 11 in a separate private chat? Jeez. They let me go. Wow. Really? Day two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unacceptable. Behavior. You didn't have what it takes. No. <laughs> to stay I, at your computer. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> left too soon. Mm, I have mixed a mixed opinion about that because like the things just come up and you gave them notice. Yeah. I think maybe I would have given you another chance. Mm -hmm. And and overall, they were very cool. Like, also, an acting gig is like so much money. Yeah. But you can't. That's the thing. Like you can't say no to that. Yeah. It's like you you spend all this time trying to get one and then when you get one you're like oh, i have to <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like the commercial is for dog diarrhea yeah. like, this is a once we in a lifetime chance it's also plague. a product i believe <laughs> in yeah. finally i believe all dogs should have diarrhea no yeah, this just is constantly. not mine 
Well, this is this is a product that gives diarrhea to dogs. <laughs> no. It's an app yeah. that you get on your phone where someone bikes around delivering diarrheas to dogs. So wait, the dogs aren't having diarrhea <laughs> so much as diarrhea DoorDash. No, it's like delivering like milkshakes to dogs. And then oh, yeah. like in three hours, the dog like will fake. have diarrhea. That's oh, true. That's yeah. like probably yeah. a really good way to give them diarrhea. Yeah, diarrhea dash. And then yeah. it connects you with people who love to eat the dog diarrhea. I object. Wait a I object. It's yeah. like, this uh, made you Tinder. feel sick before the podcast, but now you're subjecting thousands of listeners to it. I love you all. Mm, yeah. Should we let her live this out for a moment? Because it's going to keep whether, coming up. Whether I want it or not. And that's Dude. why Jessica is one of my favorite people. Do you want the floor? She through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Where else did you get fired from? <laughs> uh, uh, a ski hill. Um, <laughs> what did you do? Uh, I, I, like I just, I wasn't a, I wasn't good at showing up to things. I, I, like in jobs where I've had to like serve people, I get stressed out and I find it very hard to care. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think I like went skiing on my lunch break, which you were supposed to do. Like you would go, but I, I was That's late to come back. There, right? Yeah. Like we're here to do that. And then, you know, they're like, Oh, you like skiing too much. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I was definitely like young twenties and just, you know, uh, sloppy and not disciplined and yeah. uh, like kind of an ass, which, um, <laughs> yeah, might still be a problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> How did you get fired? What did they say? Um, they said, go ski into a tree well. Yeah. You dingus. Well, that would have been. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Bubbles. Bubbles. Uh, that... I have to go blow my nose because I just like almost choked. Oh, no. That's so funny. Sorry. <laughs> it was a really great visual. Yeah. Uh, all I know about skiing is uh, the, the fear of getting into a tree well. Yeah, yeah, being stuck like upside down in a tree well. It, but that would have been maybe insensitive at the time because a buddy had broken his back like skiing oh, no. and like flying off pieced into the woods like the week before. Like, so oh. it was, Scary. Uh, yeah, it's like bad luck. It's Didn't like, Sonny Bono die that way too? He did. Yeah. Yeah, he hit a, a tree. tree or something or, like that. I think he hit a tree. I think skiing into a tree. <laughs> Sonny Bono might be trapped in a ski <laughs> He's still well. alive. He's become a Sasquatch. Uh, I like that we're just still doing the podcast, even though Alicia's in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, what's the longest gap where one of you's been away? Yeah, we've never done this has... before. We're still going. Uh, the one time that I, like, I never, I didn't grow up skiing because it's... Um, I did, and that's why I laughed so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no! You did? <laughs> He could suffocate. I well, I was my mom grew up skiing, and she grew up near a mountain where it was affordable to do so. Mm -hmm. Here, it's kind of more expensive, and yeah. mm -hmm. the gear is all expensive. So, but I went to a fancy school that kids probably uh, ordered DoorDash uh, yeah. at, and <laughs> if they could, uh. <laughs> back then, yeah. Anyway, they could uh, use someone as their servant. They will. Um, <laughs> So we would have to go once a year for school and I didn't know how to do any of this stuff. And they'd give you like a little bit of training. And, and my mom was always like, be careful of tree wells. Don't like, don't fall into a tree well. And I, I would always snowboard <laughs> and I think snowboarding, I don't know, is harder than skiing. Cause at least skiing, you 
can control yourself more snowboard you're like locked onto one mm-hmm. thing i only tried snowboarding once after skiing for a really long time and i thought it was really hard i could only do yeah. it backwards <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> that might have been your forwards yeah like i was just facing uphill yeah. sounds like uh. you were not set up properly on your snowboard is my guess um no, I think I was. I just didn't know how to snowboard. But anyway, so I, I finally, yeah. like, after the lesson, I got onto the hill and then I s- sort of went sideways and slightly uphill and straight into a tree wall. And I was like, <laughs> no, this no. is what my mom warned me about. And my friends were all laughing so hard that they were all, like, slowly sliding down the hill because... I was just sure that I was going to die. I was, uh, like, was it big? Were you like down in a tree well? I, my like feet were sticking out on the snowboard. And yeah. like I was, I think I was on my back uh, <laughs> with my head in it. But they were just laughing so hard. And then they came and like pulled me out. I think the yeah. big thing is like if someone sees you go into the tree well, it's probably better than going into the tree well when you're by yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think, I don't know about your mom, but I'm guessing based on age, like when she went skiing, things were like not... As safe. Oh no, she broke her leg from skiing in between someone else's legs. What? Like doing a trick. Yeah, like she did the little thing where you. I don't know if she was the one going in between or if she was the one having someone go in between her legs. Sounds more likely. But she broke her leg, then got a cast, and this was like in the '60s, so it was probably just made out of pasta. Mm. It was made out of noodles. Yeah, and uh, and And then she just put her her molten lead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. It's really weird. But then she just put a plastic bag over it and went skiing again with her broken leg. Yeah, this is like, that's the generation. Like there's, I don't know, when my dad talks about skiing or he used to like recreationally like race cars and do things. And I'm like, you guys were fucking wild beasts back then. Yeah. Everyone would be like cartwheeling while 69ing on skis. (laughs) Not my dad. (laughs) Definitely my mom. My dad doesn't do the 69 of the devil. (laughs) That's, Dad, if you do, don't tell me. <laughs> that's how uh, I just did D and D for the first time. It's about time. I mean, you're mm-hmm. ripe, ripe for D and D. I have yeah. a tattoo of a crystal like on my mm-hmm. arm. I'm yeah. pretty much and a UFO and that's a ghost. Help in the game. Like I'm yeah. a very fantasy oriented person, but the way my character is a wizard named Guinevere, who's 69, and uh, the way that I sort of got us out of a tight spot in the end was I created, I made everyone get wasted. And this was at a big wedding. There was like a bunch of people in this castle. And I was like, okay, everyone just gets super drunk and then has an orgy and we can sneak out. And people are like cartwheeling while 69ing in full armor. Uh-huh. But then they were all more so really into- touching each other then. Oh no, there's flaps. Great. There's flaps. I, I can't believe you didn't use any dog diarrhea to get out of there. I mean, this is just the first. But now you can be on our friends podcast that have a D&D podcast. Which one? Uh, Sprout Lore. <laughs> Spout Lore. And then uh, Dungeon Punks. This is just my first time. I'm not. It's Spout Lore. Yeah. Because <laughs> they never stop talking. I like Sprout Lore though. <laughs> it's just all about plants. Um, no, I don't need to be on there. They're doing great on their own. Hmm. Uh, anyway, I'm just the image of two people 69ing well cartwheeling is just like in my head and I, I love it. Hmm. Um, should I tell my retail nightmare? Yeah. yeah. So I went to Canadian Tire, my favorite place to get a retail nightmare. I wanted a toilet brush, guys. Um, I decided that I deserved a new toilet brush after throwing mine out of my last apartment. Uh, but I also needed a step ladder. Um, and I needed something else, a broom. And so I was wandering around Canadian Tire and I had noticed that people were not, that worked there were not wearing uniforms. 
And I thought that's the ultimate sneakiness at Canadian Tire because it's already yeah. so hard to get someone to serve you. Yeah. Um, and I was looking around for the toilet brushes. I'd found the stepladder and I'd found the broom. So I approached a woman who was working in an aisle who was not wearing a uniform and said, I'm so sorry. And that's what I do even when people are wearing uniforms because mm. maybe they're not, maybe they just love Canadian Tire. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I said, excuse me, do you work here? And she's like, well, yes, sort of. I'm working on the renovation team. And I just looked at her and she, then she took a, mo a moment. She's like, how can I help you? I'm like, nope, that's fine. <laughs> I just I was like, thank you so much. Have a great day. And that's just the new me. Like when someone gives me attitude yeah. like that, where I'm like, I just was asking you a question and yeah. I understand that you are working really hard. Please, yeah. like my life today, not great. Um, yeah. But I just do this like super cheerful, like, okay, nope, that's fine. Thank you. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Left without a toilet brush. <laughs> I couldn't uh, find them on my own. They're so yeah. small. Yeah. Big store. Big store. I respect that though. Like I was slightly annoyed, but more so I was like, okay, don't be shitty with me because I'm going to then up shitty you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little bit. You want to get into this? <laughs> but it's so annoying, especially in Canadian Tire, where even the people wearing uniforms will not help you. Yeah. Like when I was cashing out, they have almost exclusively the uh, self-checkout, which ne never works at Canadian Tire. I tried to scan a stepladder, which weighed like 20 pounds, <laughs> and that's true, <laughs> fumbling. And a woman came over to help me, and I'm delirious. I've been like packing for days and moving. And then she helped me. And then I don't know why I said this. I said, what would I do without you? And then she just frowned at me. <laughs> I was like, that sounded like, why did I say that? The frown was deserved. Mm. So it all balanced out by the time I left. You're like, you're my daddy now. <laughs> yeah, she's my mummy. Mm. And I want to mm. suckle. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> so <laughs> too warm. Late, too late. Yeah. You need to have an fast. athletic breast. That's what <laughs> I'm looking for. I don't want a, a Melanie guy. It's going to yeah. be an athletic breast. Yeah. Like small and high. Like my small. mom's. <laughs> And high, and those are better suckling or better. <laughs> Just uh, most comforting okay. in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> See, wow, I can't believe that you remember breastfeeding. Like I don't, I don't remember breastfeeding. I just remember what my mom's breasts look like. Okay, yeah, uh -huh. but, she doesn't listen to the podcast. But you're nostalgic for it. Yeah, and it you great. remember you were so cut off at two and a half. You said that's what my Is mom that, says. Uh, two and a half. But I remember trying to. <laughs> Nurse again when I was like four or five. There's photos yeah. from junior high. <laughs> I'm like that kid from Game of Thrones. You're just drooling milk yeah. all, oh, all the time. Yeah. Oh. Saving the dairy industry. Yeah. Yeah. But not the mom industry. The yeah. cider is delicious. Yeah. It, it doesn't is? taste like. It smells it? fancy. It, it smells like wine. Yeah. Um, speaking of delicious things, mm -hmm. uh, if you could bring one thing into space, Ooh. food wise, what would it be? Uh, and to clarify, am I only allowed to eat one thing? <laughs> Um, no, you're it's allowed like your to favorite eat the, thing. The, the rehydrated food that comes in the packet that you stick into the machine and then it turns into goo. But one special thing. I've got a, I've got a broad array. I've got general nutrition covered. Yeah. I'm not worried about. You're drinking Soylent. One food to cover them all? Yeah, one food to rule them all. Uh, does it have to be practical to space? Or nope. can it be <laughs> no, no. Like, 
If it fits in a tube song. (laughs) (laughs) What's your rule, Jessica? Uh, That's only, I whip that out. I whip out my tube song uh, only when I feel like (laughs) antagonizing our guests. Uh, But um, one of our guests uh, wanted to just bring breadcrumbs. (laughs) Breadcrumbs? So it does not have to be practical. No, it doesn't have to be practical. That would just be your favorite thing. That was Devin Alexander just being uh, precocious, I think. He's very precocious. Yeah. I mean, I would want to bring like pizza or like sushi, but I think uh, great choices. Uh, I think what I would go for is the chocolate chip cookies. Oh. Like just, if I could oh, fresh nice. bake a batch oh, yeah. <laughs> once a week. <laughs> wow. So you'd bring like a tube of dough. That's a tube sock full of dough. Okay. Oh, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so what are we talking, like, kind of chewy in the middle? Oh, yes. Okay. A crispy cookie is not a human cookie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Those are Wow. I agree. Yeah. I love the crunchier, the better. The crunchier, drier, the better. drier, the better. Like a really? shortbread? Really? But then you need some sort of milk product. Yeah, then Breast you milk. need milk. <laughs> milk. I need my mummy. <laughs> Rehydrate. Yeah. Um, I've got strong opinions about cookies. Okay. They're all delicious. Yeah. Number one, first opinion. Like, uh, meaning anything that gets called a cookie or like anything that's like a, in that chocolate chip kind of world of like, here's a ball of dough and some things in it. You know what I mean? Cause I mean, like, is an Oreo a cookie? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, they're delicious. Biscuit. But. Yeah. I, the gluten-free Oreos that I buy are what I call bottom of the barrel food. It's one of my saddest <laughs> and my most tired. I'll mm. eat those. But they're but delicious. I, they're delicious. And we've polished off a box together yeah. many times. Yeah. <laughs> be of the bee Oreos. I love all cookies. And I just, uh, when I think of soft and chewy cookies, like anything homemade, amazing. Mm-hmm. But I think of those Duncan Hines, soft and chewy. Uh, those I don't like. Yeah. They have a very chemical taste to them. Did, did you like the Keebler Elves soft batch chocolate chip cookies? Did you have those? I don't think I like a soft store-bought cookie, yeah. but I like a soft homemade cookie. That was my gateway cookie as a kid. Was the Keebler Elf gateway cookie? Gateway to what? Just better cookies. Better cookies. Uh, homemade okay. cookies. Okay. Right. I grew yeah. up like, eating like homemade cookies too. So like a peanut butter, yeah. homemade peanut butter cookies Ooh. devastates me. They're just so good. It's very uh-huh. privileged to have a mother who loved baking. She actually yeah. didn't love baking. Uh. We spoke about this about a year ago because I love baking, and I was like, I guess I got that from you. She's like, No, I hate baking. I did it because I thought it was my obligation as a parent. Uh. Talk about what women go through, eh? Yeah. She baked for us every Wednesday. This amazing chocolate cake. I have to stop breastfeeding so I can start baking. (laughs) Never stop smoking, though. Um, So chocolate chip cookie is great. Yeah, Yeah, she just blows uh, menthol cigarette smoke over the icing just before. mm. Mm. It's pretty good, actually. It's a kiss of mint. Mm-hmm. I fucking love mint chocolate. So the closest the thing my mom ever made to my mom never baked a sweet, but she uh, Yorkshire pudding. Oh, <laughs> that's so a, good. Yeah, it's just is that the puffy dough? Yeah, I've only had those once, and it was amazing. It's so mm. good. Um, my friend Regan makes them quite often, and whenever I hear that she's making them, I'm like, give me that dough. Does she have a special like cast iron thing for it? Or I'm not sure. I don't know. My mom had a little like it was like, like a muffin a tin. pan. Yeah, yeah, it was like six or eight or something. And then they just They're sort of like big. overflow out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's like such a British thing. Then you put salt and thing. butter on them. So mm. good. My mom made stew dumplings, which is my favorite thing in the world. What's a stew dumpling? It's just a drop dumpling. It's like just dough that Jessica would love. It's just a simple dough. And when your Irish stew or your like your meaty uh, stew is ready, you put them in. You cover yeah. it. Like you just drop the dough into the the. The goo, the yeah. goo, the goo, cover it, and they steam. And oh. they don't contain anything. They're just like they're just bread. They're just dough. 
And then you smother them in butter and just sit in the middle of this meaty, delicious carroty stew and turnipy meat stew. Sounds like it's roughly the consistency of... You would love it. And I can make them for you. Dog diarrhea. No, it's not. It's like like a, almost like a Chinese bun, like a steamed pork bun or something, but there's no, and I can just drop them into any sort of like vegetarian stew as well. And the same thing would happen. I'm going to make them for you this winter. Okay. You'll really like it. Okay. What was the name of them again? Stew, stew, stew dumplings. dumplings. Stew. Sounds like a name. My brother yeah. called them clouds. Clouds. Mm, clouds. So sweet. That's, That's cute. Like a little sweet. kid thing You're to say. Be confusing. Just thinking about them makes tears in my eyes. They're so delicious. Whoa! I have a new food I want to bring to space. Okay. Uh, it's a tube sock full of quiche. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Are you really into quiche right tube now? Quiche. I've been craving quiche a lot lately. I haven't really been able to eat much. Uh, but then I was just like really wanted quiche and then I got a grocery store, a little like single serving vegetarian quiche, not, uh, what I was looking for. (laughs) It didn't fulfill the urge. So I'm like, when I'm feeling better, I'm going to make a quiche from scratch because it's so satisfying and it's so easy. Such a great Uh meal in the summer too with a salad. I feel like my family was, uh, unusually obsessed with quiche as of like my my yeah. original family, not us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can be obsessed with quiche though. Yeah, we, we can loved, do whatever we want to do. We loved quiche and we loved plaid. My God, were we white. <laughs> yeah. We were just like... As soon as you said that, I was just like, I really relate to this. Yeah. yeah. And then you said we were white. Uh, like, oh, that's yeah, just one. like my mom was always finding new... I feel like that's all the 90s was, was just like new quiche recipes. Wow. Like, uh, yeah, that sounds very specific. Yeah. My mom you. would always have quiche, but she would always store by it. Oh, really? Same yeah. with tortier. Like, we never had tortier from scratch. Mm. I only had tortier for the first time from scratch when I was a teenager. Really? I've never I've never had store-bought. It was always made by, by my aunt. Obsessed so nice. with quiche. Yeah. That's a good band name. Obsessed with quiche? Yeah. Uh, quiche of death. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just so eggy and cheesy and doughy. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have one that was just that with nothing. Like, I don't need... Just- what do you mean that with nothing? Like you don't need like a meat or a vegetable. Like I would just have like oh, a yeah. plain quiche. Quiche is a meal. Yeah. Quiche is delicious. It's really good. It's just egg pie. <laughs> you know what food I bring into space? What? Those weird peas that are like really just chips. Wasabi oh, peas? Oh, those or? like air, no, those are delicious. air peas? Yeah, like kids eat them all the time. Those snap peas that come in a bag, but they're not really peas. Uh, they're not really shaped, shaped like... Pe- yeah, I like those a lot. But they are what? sort of the like consistency of like a styrofoam peanut. Mm-hmm. I love so those. Good. They're so good. Yeah. And they're green. Yeah. Very and I totally thought they were just peas until I think Jessica told me they've just been reshaped into peas. Oh, yeah. And so light that you could bring a lot of them into yeah, space. Totally. And I would share. I would That's share. totally space I would food. Share like the flavor I like. I was I like the plain ones. I like plain ones too. Yeah. Might be fun to have a whole room full of those things. Like and just go like <laughs> Yeah. Like fly through it and eat them all. Yeah, like the like the equivalent of like a space ball pit. Like mm. a pea mm. piss pit. <laughs> <laughs> Chili peppers? Oh yeah. Uh. How much money have you spent? All merchandise from the chili pepper. I see a t-shirt. I wanna own ya. I'll buy a ticket down to California. How much money have you spent on the red hot chili peppers? Great question. <laughs> this number is gonna sound very high. Four hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. Would you go as high as four twenty? 
<laughs> hey, let's do it, bro. Oh, sick. <laughs> okay, cool, Dad. Can we get a, a rough breakdown? Yeah. So, uh, blood sugar, sex, magic, mm-hmm. CD, fifteen dollars. Sure is CD. <laughs> Quite CD. <laughs> CD. Oh, sorry. <laughs> CD. Uh, Still sounds the same to me. <laughs> then there was a gap. Uh, I'm pretty sure Californication. Mm-hmm. Mm, CD. So we're up to 30 bucks. Compact disc, $30. And then I went to Coachella in 2008. Oh, wow. And uh, I've only been once. It's the only big desert fedora. So $370. (laughs) $370 on Coachella tickets. And they were were a headliner. Wow. How was the show? I was on MDMA and I did. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I became a big fan. Yeah. Man, I bet. Yeah, it was them, uh, which was like uh, pretty groovy. Like I, I liked my California tunes. Quite I grew funky. up in California for like ten years. And, oh wow! Uh, so you know, I love those vibes. You were born uh, with a sock on your wiener. Yeah, tube <laughs> sock on sock. my wiener. It's a foreskin. Hey, if it fits in a sock, you can bring it to space. So <laughs> well, um, bring in your ding dong. Very happy about that. Uh, but then their set gave way, and I might be wrong. Someone's gonna look this up. It's probably not true. But I believe their set gave way to right. Rage Against the Machine. Oh, Whoa. And my MDMA trip went south. Then <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you just like hate all the police. And, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, you like sitting down and staring at the grass. Yeah, <laughs> and just being like, the world is a terrible place. Yeah. Whoa. So much anxiety. Shout out to uh, season three of True Detective. Okay. Not True Detective because they go to Coachella. Yeah. And it's very funny. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. It's like a, like it's an annual, like, I mean, <laughs> that's <laughs> an understatement of bare fact, an annual event. Uh, it's like but, a festival. It's like a recurrence. Yes. Would you go back? That's what I, would I yeah. go back? Sure. Yeah. It, it, like, I love the desert and the desert's beautiful. I think there's something weird and gross about like the phenomena or spectacle of what it yeah. is. And, like a you hear about these like fancy celebrity parties and stuff, which yeah, I want to go to, but of course, yeah. <laughs> just to see them. But the like, fashion, like weird the like hippie, yeah. hippie sort of like appropriation fashion is what really uh, yeah. is too much for me. There's a very like conspicuous consumption thing. That's like, uh, I'd rather just go camping and bring my speaker. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> just make a playlist of your favorite chili peps. Totes. <laughs> I've I've never been to Coachella, but I have been to the Salton Sea many mm, times. Many, many times. Yeah. yeah, whenever whenever I am on tour and we're going anywhere nearby there, we make sure to do a little detour. And it's it's kind of close to where Coachella is because it's near mm-hmm. Palm Desert and Palm Springs. Yeah, and uh, the Inland Empire, I believe, is is that what it is? Maybe one loose term uh, for the region. Great, great film. Great, yeah. terrifying film. Wait, the Salton Sea with Val Kilmer or Inland, Inland Empire. Empire by David Lynch? <laughs> David yeah. Lynch. I haven't watched, yeah. or have I watched the Salton Sea movie? It was, yeah, I think I did and I, I fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah. That's just uh, how I like to experience the desert is like, uh, it's the end of the world. Yeah. Just so many uh, beach instead of sand, there's fish vertebrae, yeah. the stench and the, the flies. The fly, there's 
still flies. What's like, happening to flies. the podcast right now? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> have I never talked to really you about sad. the salted sea? This is, sounds like a nightmare. Uh, I think we're having some kind of nightmare. Red Hot Chili Peppers just ended and Rage Against the Machine just started. Oh, right. So uh, your trip is uh, yeah. going downhill. Desert Festival Nightmares. Uh, <laughs> new Desert segment. Desert Festival Nightmares. <laughs> that sounds nice. Catchy. Really catchy. Yeah. I can't do festivals. Except no? for the ones that I play. And then even then you get a wristband to go to everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I will go to my own show and then I will stay in my hotel room and watch True Blood. That's the comedy festivals. The ones that I have done are just like so weird and you don't want to go to everybody's show. But you do mm-hmm. want to drink. Want to drink. <laughs> just yeah. a lot. Of, are musicians like really anxiety all the time about performance and yes okay mm. <laughs> have you met mm. me you're yeah. not but comedians are always like do you think i did okay did i do okay did i do okay am i good and then like they then yeah. they do great and then they forget that whole conversation about where you had to like pump their tires for two hours and like yeah. this is exhausting that is something i do <sighs> notice more with sort of actors and comedians as they are constantly checking in to be like is this going okay how is this going yeah. but with musicians it's more like a inner sort of like i'm the worst okay like, as you're performing you're like oh my guitar is out of tune or like I can't hear myself in the monitor or I'm singing flat or any of that or like no one laughed at my banter. It's certainly not like that with all comedians, but sometimes really successful comedians are like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. tone it down. You're doing a lot better than I am. Like, yeah. I don't have the time to emotionally. Rosie O'Donnell, you're yeah. Rosie number one. Rosie, Ellen number two. Ellen, I also feel like if you're a comedian, you don't know how you're doing. That's something you've got to work on. Yeah. Like you should be aware. You should be able to read the room. Like gauge some the just can't. Some are just really there because I love to be in front of people, which is stupid. Yeah, there's some like seeking of validation that's like undergirding the whole uh, enterprise. It's Man, whole, those are the biggest words I could have possibly used. It's a girdle <laughs> of validation seeking. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's pepo of the week. Uh, Alicia, you what you said there though reminds me that you said a thing to me a long time ago when I first started doing comedy. Uh, like, don't probably... talk during shows somebody's gonna be mean to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically that i talked during a show it was pete johansson oh yeah at uh laugh gallery. gallery yeah, yeah. you're it... so young <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> six years ago youngest daddy <laughs> ever six years ago maybe seven what yeah, did i say to possibly you possibly eight and i don't remember your exact words but the sentiment was yeah, that's it. like, and I was I was speaking out in the sort of helpful heckling, like, oh, I'm you participating in the show, and and that was what you had said was like, yeah, yeah, we all do that. Like a lot of people who want to perform, like, will do that until they realize that they just want to do this. So, yeah, it happens. I've done it, and it was like so. Uh, I still to this day regret <laughs> that show, but I was no. like so encouraged by the way you said that and those oh, words. I'm of glad. Like, like that sentiment has stuck with me. Before I started doing comedy, I would go, like, when I was in high school, I had done, like, the equivalent of what a comedy show would be in high school with my friend Mike Patterson and Mm. other friends that were performers and then became comedians afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I would go down to the comedy works in Montreal and sit and watch improv shows. And I didn't want to become an improviser. I wanted to be a stand-up. But that calling out suggestions thing for me, I was like, suggestions! I would just always yeah. say spatula. Dog yeah. diarrhea. Like pretty much. Like, mm. And I really <laughs> wanted to try it and I was too self-conscious and I didn't have any self-worth and I was shy in a weird way. And 
I remember that show because Pete is a pretty tough guy. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have taken that situation the same way that Pete did, although I'm grateful to Pete for a lot of things in comedy. I didn't really like how that happened, but I also remember really identifying with you and like you were going to a lot of comedy shows at that time. Mm-hmm. And did you know at that time that you wanted to do comedy? In the sort of like unconscious way of like, yeah. oh yeah, it's like Every a little, night. little you know, gem in my heart that I would love to do this. You get trying to get up standing there. in front of brick walls every night, <laughs> yeah. straight mic stands yeah. <laughs> every night. And you're like, I keep having this yeah. recurring dream. I could be played on TV late at night to young, young boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> what a dream. Well, at least I said something nice. Mm, <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I'm not nice. It was 50, 50. Well, you smell like dog diarrhea. <laughs> we know what Jessica would have said. Yeah, that's what I say to all the up and coming musicians. Why don't you die in a tree well full of dog diarrhea? <laughs> yeah, and they a lot of them come up to me after and they're like, "You really helped me. <laughs> really helped me learn how to sing on key from that horrible image." You really sing on key. I would notice that. Notice that recently. Really? Mm. Uh, Let's pop of the week. Madison, who's your puppo of the week? Uh, I have a dog-cat combo puppo. Perfect. Uh, Like a Frankenstein monster? (laughs) (laughs) Which ends the cat? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Hold on. Let me go sew something together real quick. Uh, It's beautiful. (laughs) Where are the eyes? (laughs) Everywhere. I don't like this joke at all. Um, uh, It's a dog named Scout. And uh, and a cat that is its new like house partner named Peach, and they are both like the same golden color. Ooh. Scout's a little uh, pug, Brussels Griffin <gasps> mix. Like, I know who Scout is. You know Scout, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Scout uh, is a locally like a celebrity puppo, I think. Amazing, um, beautiful little dog who I've like taken care of a few times, and it's always the best time. Uh, when she's at my house, she once like just shredded a Sunday paper on my bed and I watched her for like 30 minutes. Like, it was, it was so funny. <laughs> it's really cute when they do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now uh, Scout has a little uh, companion named Peach who was purchased as a, a boy cat, uh, but turned out to be a girl cat. Mm. So it was named Peach as a boy, but is Peach the girl uh-huh. cat. And, uh, She's just a little kitten and she's the same color as Scout. And to see the two of them together, it's like I've never seen a matching like khaki like dog and cat in this way before. Uh, and last night I saw them and they were like Peach did the thing of sort of wiggling up like the predatory pounce. Like I'm going to get you like Scout was around the corner and she's like hid behind a thing and then pounced up with like all paws out and like Scout would just didn't it was almost like didn't even happen like she was just smiling and panting and walking forward and like the cat hit her and she continued and the cat was like yeah i got him i got him him." okay that's so cute kittens are so cute Mm. they're such geniuses jessica i got to meet a previous guest sonera geisler's (gasps) puppo no way for cat autumn it's a nice name yeah i went to go drop off a tote bag at her place. Cause it's Is that a, a job? Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're like, are you hiring? <laughs> I have a bicycle. We made like Retail Nightmares tote bags a long time ago and she's been wanting one for so long and our schedules have just not lined up. So I, I was like, I have it. My practice space is just around the corner from where she lives. And so I got to go and we chatted and then she was like, my cat is screaming. She wants to come meet you. And so I got to come inside and the cat came down the stairs 
and met me and she was purring a lot and she's like a mm. senior cat. She's oh, like 12 and yeah. she's so beautiful and has the most beautiful little eyes mm. and was like very friendly. And I had to go because I had, I was just supposed to like drop it off. And then we got to chatting and Jay was like sleeping in the car outside. And uh, I was just like, so into petting this cat. She was like hypnotizing me into mm. how beautiful. I, I want to say little eyes are not often associated with uh, cuteness. Just like the whole, usually it's like the bigger, the better. The, I mean, they were big, but the whole package yeah. was a little cat, mm. <laughs> like little in comparison to human size, yeah. you know? <laughs> anyway, she's, she's lovely. And I would love to spend more time with that cat. I really hope that one day you guys have a pet if you want that. What about my snails? I've got nine snails. What about snails. your snails? Where are your snails? They're, they're behind the plant. They're in, in there. In a container or they're, in the plants? Yeah, no, they're aquatic. They're in a little They're aquatic. Thing. I don't know. You guys just have such love for animals that any animal yeah. would be lucky to have you take care of them. When, when we're old and not traveling around a lot. Yeah. And not in this apartment that doesn't allow pets. Yeah, like, I feel like co-ownership is a thing that needs to be more. Like people need to go into pet co-ops. Yeah, like I know. Own a pet three ways. I or know something. people who do that. Or when I worked at the video store, and there a lot of people would come in with dogs. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, we have this dog every other month," yeah. and I was like, "So you're dog swingers?" <laughs> yeah. Sometimes um, I would like help with Hank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I take breaks from him. Like today That's I took a a, an hour break. I was like, I'm going to leave for the podcast an hour early and run an errand and just feel like I don't have to Hank 24 seven. He's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Like even his dog sitters are like, yeah, he's a lot. Yeah. yeah. He's high energy. Yeah. Energy. Just energy. Very smart. Yeah. Uh, not focused. Yeah. I always feel like I'm just describing myself, though. Like halfway through things, I'm like, no, you're just describing yourself. <laughs> Shoot. Is there, yeah, is there anything I'm, I can say that isn't an analogy <laughs> for myself? Yeah. Well, it's been pointed out to me that the dog is basically just a projection of my own personality. Mm. That's most animals are like that. Like if, if you're anxious, your animal will be like pick up on that vibe and then yeah. they'll also yeah, they're, be on guard. They're sort of downloading Hank's like a doer. He's like always got to be doing something. And I'm uh-huh. like that. Mm-hmm doers and uh, uh what was the old um never mind doers and donters growers doers and, donters. and showers oh yeah <laughs> hank and i yeah. are showers, <laughs> showers. Uh, alicia who's your puppo my puppos are all my friends that help me move including jessica um i went and- helped you for like oh, an yeah. hour was how, it? how did you organize this move you had a bunch of people come uh, through shifts or well kind of just worked out that way like uh my friend chris benson was oh, going yeah. to just help me take Good things guy. to the Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. And then he stayed the whole morning and we just like loaded up his van twice nice. and took little things over while the movers moved. And Jessica came over and helped me do the last load of things, which was way more stuff than I thought, which it, it always is. is. Yeah. My friend Graham came over and cleaned for two hours. Did he which use was his really beard? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he dipped his beard into Windex and cleaned all the blinds. That's why they're so beautiful. I realized too, like I usually go crazy and clean apartments. And uh, no one's expecting that. So this time it's still cleaner than the place that I moved into though, mm-hmm. which is typical, but I didn't do everything I would normally do. And it felt good. Mm-hmm. It's very clean in there. It felt good to like, just say that's enough or yeah. it felt good to, it felt good yeah. to say like, this is, a, this is a very clean apartment. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, wash all the walls and ceilings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of people just don't notice that level of like attention to detail. 
I yeah. really do. And like when I'm moving, I'm so exhausted by because I've I've never used movers. I always just move myself. And so mm. by the time I move in, Jay doesn't help. Hey, eh? uh, when I moved in here, we weren't uh, we weren't a couple, so he didn't help. Jay and uh -huh. I have never moved together. Uh -huh. Like he moved in that after I'd been here. Guys. Yeah. Well, we might have to go back to dating. Um, uh oh. When he moved in here, he barely had any, like he didn't have any furniture or anything because he had moved so many times. So he mm. just had like his recording equipment and instruments and clothes. And his and shoe with a hole in it. That came later. <laughs> it was an eclipsed viewing yeah. shoe. Yeah. For the listener, Jay has a pair of Onisuka Tiger shoes that we got for free at South by Southwest. It was the only good part about South oh, by Southwest. Oh, you have a pair as well. I have a pair as well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was in 2014, and nice. now there's a hole that you can look through, and we all looked through it like it was a viewmaster. Uh, it was a very weird bonding experience. I enjoyed it. Have you heard of the Australia? There's a, a just an internet news article, probably appended to some link my mom sent me about someone dying somewhere. But uh, <laughs> oh, uh, shoeing is like an Australian thing where you like uh, drink it, out of a shoe. Yeah, like oh. an act of camaraderie. I think. Seems like a fetish. <laughs> and my other puppy of the week are Cat and Hannah from Discover Dogs. They mm. looked after Hank while I was moving, and uh, I really appreciate that. Like, obviously. That's their job when you hire them. And with my shame related stuff, I've also realized that even when I'm paying somebody to help me, I still feel indebted to them. Uh, but when I went to get Hank yesterday, it was boiling hot out. So they drove me home and gave me a housewarming present. And it was a handmade mug that Kat made from her. She's a beautiful potter. That's so Ooh. nice. And that's really sweet and lovely tea. Oh. And of course, so Hank, because Hank is, he's my papa of my heart. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's a good puppo yeah. batch. It's Matheson. If people want to see your one person, two person show, then <laughs> <laughs> I misread the poster. <laughs> How can yeah. they see it? Yes, I have a show where I bring a, a different guest every time okay. uh, to do improv. We do an hour of improv or oh, less than. It's a we, lot of improv. I know it is a lot of improv, <laughs> but we just did like over an hour here. Um, I don't know what the cut time will be on this. Um, but 13 uh, seconds. 13 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> just me going dog diarrhea, dog diarrhea, dog diarrhea. This is a super cut. Smash, yeah. And you going, hmm. <laughs> uh, I spent $400 on a And we're uh, going to put a nerd filter on your voice so it sounds like that just pitch it up <laughs> i spent four hundred dollars in a chili pepper uh i have a show called alternate dualities oh. uh, where i rotate my uh, the partner is a different person every time um and uh it did appear i guess to be just a one-man show <laughs> no, where i played uh, two roles not you <laughs> uh i do it at the toast collective once a month the wednesday before the full moon uh is when i do oh, it oh, oh. for the witches for the witches yeah um <laughs> at 8 30 you're home and in bed by 10 that's my promise to you <laughs> if you want to be and will you tuck us in daddy <laughs> daddy tucks everyone in <laughs> take everyone home in a giant car <laughs> wow no that's questions good. asked Sounds legal. Um, yeah. Alternate dualities. It sounds great. If people want to find you online, how would they do that? Uh, is it cool to just give away my email address? Or I guess. Sure. <laughs> I think that's 
fine. We gave Jay's phone number out the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did he get any calls or texts? Um, yeah, he got a lot of texts. People wanted to see a video he took of a large turd. <laughs> no, no. What? Of his own? No, no, no. Oh. no. It was a dog one that we found <laughs> okay. in the neighborhood. Sorry, I should have known. It was, honestly, it was about this big. As big as that coffee cup. My like, travel, travel mug. Travel mug, yeah. That's about a liter, I would say. It's quite wide. In volume. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, uh, give give out your email address. Uh, no, I mean I'm not very active on social media, but I do have a, uh, the accounts at Math Something on Twitter and Instagram. So if someone okay. wanted to at get me, I'll get back something. to you within a couple months. Okay, <laughs> um, sounds uh, yeah. good. Thank you so much. Jessica? Yes. This week I'm playing three shows. Holy shit. All at Redgate. Friday is... Oh, Music Waste. Yes, I'm in Music Waste. Three different bands. Friday's Energy Slime, Saturday's Mr. Merlot, and Sunday's Garbage Dreams. So come to those and come to all the Music Waste shows and all the Comedy Waste and Art Waste and everything. It's going to be great. Sounds great. And then uh, later on in June, I will be playing at Sled Island. So if you live in Calgary or feel like traveling to Calgary, uh, come check us all out there. And in that, I'm going to be playing an Energy Slime, uh, Garbage Dreams, and the Pink Lincolns, which is the band of former guest Dan Calusi. So that'll be fun. I'm going to play bass in that. So that'll Mm. be fun. Um, and if you like the podcast, you can, uh, subscribe to our Patreon. You can rate us on iTunes or you can buy merch from our big cartel store, including the aforementioned totes and Jay's two publications. Now me, see me and upon the wind of a narrow swan. So good. Which may or may not be performed, uh, in a show coming up. Alicia, what do you have to plug? Could, could I ask, could they just send you, uh, as another way of supporting the show, maybe a cardboard box, small, uh, full of dog diarrhea? Um, Would that be an acceptable? I'm going to I'm gonna say not yet. Okay. Wait till Christmas. Mm. Like, so I can... Um, <laughs> Tis the season. Sort of amass them all into a, like a large advent calendar. <laughs> so every day will be a new, right. a new surprise. A new dripping surprise. <laughs> oh, gross. That's disgusting. So if anybody wants to pre-order my book, you can go to arsenalpulp.com and then you find me. My book's called So You're a Little Sad, So What? And you can pre-order it. So do that. Um, That's that. That's exciting. Yeah. It's uh, writing a book is fun. And I feel very lucky to do that. And I also get to work with Sonera, uh, past guest. Nice. And Charlie Demers, past guest. Owner of a tote. So the pre-order just click on the on the book and then you can pre-order. Um so please do that. And it's the uh, Canadian version of it. What's in that book? What, what kind of thing is it? It's all personal essays. Cool. It's yeah. personal. It's personal. Oh, so I can't, I can't read it. <laughs> no. You can read that. Um it's under women's literature and humor. Hmm. Uh so this is Retail Nightmares. We thank you for being on the podcast. It was really lovely to have you. Please come back. Um, we hope everyone uh, has a great week and that people are kind to you and you are kind to them and that you see lots of popos and that you do 69 cartwheeling and then you end in a scissor. <laughs> then you end in a scissor. Yeah. Like straight into the tree well and then a dog comes up and diarrhea. Is on it. <laughs> I don't want that. Only Jessica wants that. I want that for each and every one of you because I love you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.